Welcome everybody to Star Chaser Central, a podcast about Charles Hamilton music moments and everything in between. I'm Sick Braxton. And I am Mike D. Jackson. Or am I? I hope so, because I don't have I I, I can't do clones. <laughs> I can't I can't do clones, bro. Um, no, I'm sorry, bro. L- listen, this is what I'll tell you. If you see me, no, not that you see me like this, pause, but if you see me like 2024. Whenever everybody hears this, if you see me somewhere just like super chiseled out, like on some Gucci man uh type type stuff, clone. Not not saying I don't want to be in shape, but if I'm in that much of shape, it's like, nah, man. Um, but how you doing, man? You all right? Uh, I'm good, man. It's crazy because I know a couple episodes ago you were talking about how you were feeling a little under the weather. Yesterday, I sneezed like once or twice, and then I've been feeling a little iffy, but I'm I'm good. I'm I'm gonna buy some medicine after. We get done recording, but I feel pr- pretty good though. I'm not, I'm not, not too messed up. How about you, man? Ah, uh, you know, man. It's uh, at the time of recording, we're getting closer to the holiday, uh, Christmas. Uh, so just trying to make it through the end of the work week, and then try to enjoy the time off I got for that. So, you know, just pacing. Hey, man, uh, I feel the same way because after that, then the next week after is New Year's, and it's just like. Man, where did the time go? Part of me is like, I'm ready for it. At the same time, I'm like, am I really ready for it? We could probably slow down a bit. I don't know. I'm still debating on that. <laughs> but, you know. Yes. Uh, but this is going to be our attempt at a podcast because we are checking out the Charles Hampton tape. Charles Hampton's attempt at swag. Yes, sir. So here's the funny thing, right? So I've heard this tape previously before. And maybe me just getting the the time messed up because this tape came out in 2011. And I'm like, yeah, came out 2011, which it did. It was not recorded in 2011. Did you know that? Yeah. So, all right. Tell me when it was actually recorded, because then now I feel like I have the reverse of what you're talking about. All right. So let me make sure I get this correct. So the project was released. February 8th, 7th of 2011. So mm-hmm. it came out 2011, but it was made in 2009. There's no actual date when it says like when it was made, but 2009 was actually made, but it wasn't released till 2011. And I, I felt like I heard it earlier than that. That's what I'm saying. I felt like Look, on YouTube, out. I'm like, yeah, I felt like it came out in 2009. No, I mean, it, it was recorded 2009, but no. And the mm-hmm. thing is, I'm like, Am I tripping? Am I not? But it, it, it says February 8th, 2011. But I, I, I could have sworn I heard it earlier, like 2010. But mm. at the same time, I've been seeing a lot of things about the uh, Mandela effect. Maybe it did come out in 2009. And then people were just like, no, it didn't. Men in Black, Men in Black. You know, and then we're like, uh, when did this tape come out? Yeah. Coincidence? Probably. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... Um... So your first listen, how did how did you how did you like it in 2011? I guess. <laughs> okay, whenever I whenever I heard it, you know, yeah. um, first time hearing it, thought it was a cool tape. It's one of those things where I looked at the uh, cover art and I was like, it's an interesting cover art. Cover art, you see Charles on there, and like there's a bunch of money and it's like rain in the background too, and he has this like this face like. Mm. And then the, the name of the project is pretty interesting. Charles Hamilton's attempt at swag. Mm-hmm. We we know that Charles has said before 
He has that swaggerless swag. He doesn't have swag and whatnot. And I guess this is his way of being like, okay, let me tackle this in another way. Let me attempt to have some swag. Because at this point in time, there were a lot of people talking about swag and everything. But how did you feel about it uh, when you first heard it? Uh, I remember really liking this tape. I remember, I guess 2011 now. I don't know. I just that's, it doesn't sound right. But in 2011, I I really liked this tape. I think, um, yeah, I was like, not yeah, we were knee deep in a basketball season at that point, and I feel like I I gravitated to a lot of these songs and was really feeling it. So this was an interesting, another interesting, you know, way back machine to figure out how good this really was. True. Something that's crazy, because it's being uh, 2011. Speaking of the number 11, uh, I did some research, and uh, back in the day, when uh, for Charles's 27th birthday, you made a top 27, and I believe this tape was number 11. Oh, wow, that's oh. funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> I, I know, it's just something I was, I was just scrolling back, and I'm like, oh, snap, 11. That's a little crazy, you know? The, the numbers, man, the numbers don't lie. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't lie. But one thing I will say uh, about this project, Charles Hamilton described this project as cheesy music. And th this is in quotes, so please forgive me. Don't don't shoot the messenger, y'all. Uh -huh. This project is cheesy music, but since niggas got mad swag, I might as well use my swaggerless swag to outswag these swaggets. And I do a terrible job, too. LOL. That wow. Those are not my words. I know it, it, you're just quoting. It's fine. <laughs> I'm I'm quoting. So. Um, wow. Um, okay. I could have I could have not used that, but it's fine. It's fine. Um, hey, I, I didn't say the word. I know. I, know. I didn't say it. I know. Hey, I hey, like, it's kind of <laughs> I feel like people try to get that off to that that word, and I was like, hey, dog, nah. <laughs> like, yeah, nah. I, I get you. It's it's interesting because 2000, whether we're talking about 2009, 2011, still within that time period, there was that whole swag era, Tumblr, yeah. everyone, you know, wearing their, their best fits and, and whatnot. And even if you look at it now, it's just like, it's the same thing with fashion all the time. It's like, that's what we were wearing back then. Oh my God. Like, but at the time it was fly. It was cool. And it's the funny thing about whether Charles has swag or he doesn't have it, we used to have it. We don't have it anymore. We got it back again. It's like swag, swagger, whatever you want to call it. It's it, it it's up in the air. It changes, you know. So, yeah, um, it's a short tape, so it's nine songs. Right. I think this is one of those ones we can kind of go song by song. Um. So let's let's just open it up with "I accept my apology." Uh, and we'll get into the the uh, parentheses words as we go along okay. um, but I love this song and I'm not gonna lie first of all I never I for whatever reason when I listened to this uh for this you know for this episode I was like this order is weird and it felt odd because I was like maybe I had it in a different order at one time or I, I can't remember what happened uh but yeah. I don't remember this being an intro but this is probably one of my favorite intros ever I love this song Ain't nobody fucking with Hamilton, damn it. I got more bitches than the animal planet. Y'all can be fly, I'm laying in and see. I don't care if she busy, she's staying there for me, CH. The high and cold knobs on your sink, got your girl polishing me. Hot as can be. I get brains like whatever your brain like. If I, I don't even know if I ever did a, a top 50 song list, that's even way harder than the project one. 
Yeah. Um, but this this will be up there, man. I, I really love this song. It's it's the hook is fine. I think uh ooh, I want to say the sample is do you know the sample? I wish I looked it up. I forgot to look it up. That's my fault. Um, nah, looking up right now? I, I'll look it up while you're talking about it in a minute. But yeah, it's it's great verses. It's just it's a fun song. And I don't know. It's just, it's all it was just a charming song for me. So it's funny because when I first heard the project, I remember this being the first song and just the sample it is, I'm like, okay, I'm trying to figure out what he's doing with it and whatnot. And then hey, this is interesting of how how he's starting off a tape that's supposed to be about his attempts at swag and this beat doesn't really sound swaggery you know but let me see what he's going to do with it um i think it's a good song though like i said when i first heard it i wasn't really a fan of it but i'm like i I like it now i feel like if you don't have this on here it's missing like it it ruins the tape kind of like it's one of those weird things where you could be like, ah, it's like it fits there and it doesn't fit anywhere else. It needs to be at the beginning of the tape, and you, you, you gotta. It, it grew on me, you know. what I mean, it's it's one of those songs where I'm like, you know what? I actually really do like it just because of the unswaggery swaggerness. I think, like you said, that charming, that charm that it has. I re- I really like it pers- personally. I guess maybe the sample threw me off in the beginning, but I I, I do like the song. Uh, did you find the sample? I saying I wonder if this is actually the song. Let me see. But I, I agree. Like now that I think about it, it does seem like this has to be at the front. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because, you know, like as hmm, how do I explain it? Just the intro itself, because it's it's almost like replacing the whole. You know, why is there makes they have to have an intro with yeah. the with the other thing? So it's a little bit different. I guess it's I guess the sample is this. Let me see if I can hear it. Yes. So this um, is this is by the group called The Raindrops. Uh, the song is called "The Kind of Boy You Can't Forget," and that's where that dude did it. Like, so that's yeah, that's hey man, that's a nineteen sixty three sample, by the way. Makes sense. You know what it it, it reminds me of, kinda like the vibe it gives me. Mm. Um, what song is it? Um, the Rock Lobster sample. Yeah, what, what song is that? That's uh that's from Family it, Guy. it gives me kind of like Yeah, but you know that that I know he he sampled that on one of the projects we, we right, were talking yeah. about. But I was like it gives me that type of vibe. But um now I know I've talked to you about this before, not mm-hmm. even about this tape, but the name of this actual song, not the I part, but the accept my apology. Mm-hmm. Uh do you remember me bringing that up to you before? Cuz I brought it up to the the actual group, the the, the Twitter group we got. Remember that? Vaguely, but for the people who aren't in the group, uh, remind us. All right, so this is uh pretty crazy, and this is what's so crazy, what's so great about us having this, you know, podcast because there's so much stuff that has happened back in the day that has gotten erased or you know deleted and whatnot. So, of course, you guys will see. Okay, accept my apology. Okay, he spelled apology different. Why do you spell it like that? Well, accept my apology. Whatever. So when I first looked at this back in the day. What happened was, I was like, okay, accept my apology. There's a rapper named Op- Apology that actually he sampled or his boys sampled the Brooklyn Girls um, song, you know, uh, Shorty Swing My Way. Yep. They, they sampled it and whatnot, and they did a good job of it, you know. I think I think his song was called, it's called Swing My Way by Apology or whoever. Mm-hmm. But Apology went on 
this video that's on YouTube, it's gone now, but he was basically like, I've never heard of Charles Hamilton. Y'all thinking I'm copying him or jacking him. Y'all crazy for this and that, blah, 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 blah. I don't know if Charles actually said something to him to make him say that because he just went on a YouTube page that's not even Charles. This is like on the Sega Hamilton page or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, what is this about? So I guess maybe there were a, 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 a word debate battle, whatever, between Charles and Apollo. Mm. But Charles probably was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to just say say my bad. Whatever happened, happened, you know. Or it could have been a slight, you know, jab to him or whatever. But uh, that's that's why that's called Accept My Apology. And maybe because he has a line in there saying that he's like the uh, the letter G in Spanish yeah. or J. Because the guy apology is Hispanic. Of it. I'm not sure if he's, you know, what nationality oh, that, he is. But, right, but yeah. of some type of Hispanic or Spanish descent. Yeah. Yeah. So so that was something pretty interesting. And I wish that's it was still insight, online. Though. That's some good something? insight. That's some good insight because I didn't I didn't realize that that was the that, that was the case. I didn't either until like I said, it was like when I first heard the song, I'm like, okay, whatever. And then it was like maybe a year or two later, I came back to the song, came back to the project, probably in 2012 or something, seen the comment, and I'm like, whoa, what, what, what's up with that? But pretty interesting thing, just in case y'all didn't know. Maybe, I don't know if Charles could actually tell us, like, hey, what happened with that, or if it was just just some random encounter. Yeah, I, random. Well, I'm putting random in quotation marks. I find it hard to believe that he doesn't, he didn't know who he was. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that that was a lie. The lie detector determined that that was a lie. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna go with that. I, that's what I'm gonna say. I don't know if that's true or not, but it just come on, bro. I I, I got you. Only reason I say that because uh, you know normally, especially at that time, Charles would like put something on his blog about it. You know what I mean? And I don't remember Charles ever really addressing it. I feel like Charles at the time probably just took the high road road and was like, eh, you know, whatever. I don't want any more issues because of the whole black spade thing and everyone else yeah. saying this and that. So Yeah. Uh but yeah, like I said, we uh I think we both agree. Really, really good record. Uh follow that up with do in quotation marks, uh, but the song's called Breakups. Um It is of all the songs that are actual songs, I, it's probably my least favorite. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would say it's my least favorite. It's crazy because I like the verses. The verses are good. I think the verses are really good. I'm not a fan of the hook. So for me, it's funny because I know on, like I said, a previous episode, uh, Charles had that song, Random Verse. And then the the hook he was out. Like, oh, this is just a random verse. So I'm like, I get it. It's a silly, silly hook or whatever. Mm-hmm. This hook I actually like. The song grew on me because at first when I heard it, I'm like, eh. But I love the I love the verses. The hook I I like it a lot more now. Mm-hmm. And I think with silly hooks like this, I appreciate it a lot more. And it's funny because he's talking about you know what well, whatever girl he's talking about. You don't appreciate what I'm trying to do, but it don't matter. You know, um, it's one of those things where. Uh, the song grew on me as well, like I said, but the the hook, I don't know. I was I like the hook a lot more now. I, I I feel that if there's a certain way that Charles does it, then I'm like, okay, cool. Compared to like the random verse when he was like, it's a random verse. It's a random verse. Uh, I think it's part of the swaggerless swag thing that either you like it or you don't. I, I'm not sure, but I'm cool with it. One thing I did want to bring up, mm-hmm. I could be wrong. 
but I believe there is a Brianna Dis in there. Did you catch that? No. Okay. I could be wrong. And if I am, I apologize. But yeah. let me, it's in the third verse. He says, okay. I don't care how bad you are. You could be from Venus, take a cab to the stars. Here's what's most important. Nice outfit. You sporting it, honey. I wondered, did you get it with the abortion money? Oh, you didn't have an abortion. Funny. So I was making shit up. Of course, it's funny. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that was, but you know, yeah. at that time, think about it. This was recorded in 2009. When when did that when did that punch happen? It happened somewhere around that that point in time. You know, was it around that time? It, it it wasn't it wasn't 2008 it was like 2009 2000 had to be like 2009 had to be couldn't have been 2010 yeah i guess yeah cuz the punch happened before the six tapes right yeah it happened yeah. before the six tapes and before you know he he left the label and he packed a lot of stuff in 2 years bro bro for real and and the thing is that's so crazy about it so there's a lot of times where in other songs other projects where he reminds people, yo, I told them put the footage out. Mm-hmm. I told her, hit me, whatever. You know what I mean? Because he always talks about, I got my hit back later on that night. He's like, yeah, right. she hit me, but I, I hit her back right. that night. Not not physically. Right. But, you know. Well, I mean, physically, yes, but not in the sense that. <laughs> not, not, <laughs> right. Yeah, like, not, in, not in the way that people were weirdly wanting him to do. Yeah, you let some girl punch you. Did you want him to punch her back? Right. I was you always know, so confused by that. We're not talking about this. But at, not that's why, one day. That's, one day for sure. But just really quick. It just, I just never understood what they what they wanted him to do in that situation. It's it was one of those things where it's like listen, I don't know what you what you want here. Right. Me either. Me yeah. either. But overall though, I, I'm cool with the song. I think it's a good song though. I'll say that. Yeah, I, it's it's one where I'm like I, I wish I again I wish I liked the hook just a little bit better. Like you're right. Like he does he will do some silly stuff every now or not silly. I don't want to like because it's a creative decision, right? Um yeah. he takes liberties with how he wants to perform a hook or a verse a certain ways. Um and this one just isn't for me. Um because right. he's done stuff like this before and I'm like, oh this is good. This is fun. Like I didn't mind a that's a raping hook, right? And yeah. you don't like it. So like it's like it's some back and forth stuff. Um, but he's right back on track with me on the following track. Uh, this is uh, parentheses is not. Um, this is is a good one, man. It's 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 I must say this a lot. There's a lot of good records on here, like, and it's but this is this is fire. I love this. I'm gonna tell you right now, favorite song, okay? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, and, and this is from from even back then when I first heard it. Because mm-hmm. back then when I first heard the first two songs, I'm like, okay, okay, yeah. all right. Heard this is, oh, oh, okay, okay. It's the Keith Sweat sample, whatnot. How how the sample gets chopped, the bars in there, the verses, all great verses and whatnot. Yeah, just just a banger of a song, just fire, fire. And I don't care when you play the song. And it's funny just what he does with it because a lot of times, you know, Keith Sweat always begging and complaining on the songs. And what Charles is talking about is like, oh, I don't want no kisses if you don't love me. Yeah. You know? Like, it's like, oh, if, if you don't, all right, cool. But, you know, I, I ain't going to be begging for you. 
Y'all shocked at my gothic wit I'm smiling, imagine when I get pissed Wouldn't it be cool if I could kiss the sky And the sky stays the sky Instead I get You know the first, you remember the first two uh, uh, bars in the first one? The actual verse or the... Like, the verse. The, okay, the verse, hold on. Just, just say it, just say it, because I'm thinking about the second verse, because I, I love that verse, but um, what's what's the first thing he says in the... Niggas, niggas mad they ain't got the same mind as me. Then they get stole on like the shining beat. Mm. <laughs> about blasphemy. <laughs> He's a sick individual, though. Hey. <laughs> I don't care, solitaire. I'm the king. Fuck a suit, can't call a spade a diamond. Dog, he's so nice, bro. Eesh. Eesh. <laughs> Dog, he's so nice. Like that's like, but you're right. These are both like really, really good verses. And it's a good hook too, though. Yeah. You know definitely. what I'm saying? Um Yeah. I wanted to bring up too, just because this is a tape about swag, right? Yeah. And uh do you think, and this is just a, again, if it was made in 2009, this this would kind of kind of line up. I would have to actually look up when it was actually made. But there was a certain person back around that time who mm-hmm. had a song that took the, the radio by storm and colleges by storm. And that song was called Turn My Swag On. Now, yep. <laughs> if you remember, Charles and this individual didn't have like the greatest relationship at all do you think that these two are this tape and that songs maybe popularity are connected i i could i could see that i could see that being a thing because if you guys don't know who we're talking about we're talking about soldier boy tell him aka big soldier aka big draco yeah and at that time Y'all know charles was very outspoken about what he liked about rap and what he liked about certain artists and what he didn't if y'all remember, uh, who was Ice T that said hip hop's dead? Soldier Boy eat a dick. And he said, "Yo, yeah. you really, you, he said you single handedly killed hip hop." Uh-huh. So that is kind of messed up, though. Thinking about it now, I'm like, bro, Soldier Boy was like 17, 18, 19, bro. He he's just trying to have fun. But yeah. at the same time, though, Soldier Boy and Charles is around. They're all around. We're are we're on the same age as them. So Charles is someone that's like, okay, I'm still I'm around your age bracket, but. I'm not doing that much silly stuff that you're doing. Like you're not putting no respect on the game, the name or nothing. But uh, like Charles did say, this is tape was supposed to be, you know, cheesy songs, you know? Right. But I don't think they really came off as cheesy. I, 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 I get in some ways he, he intentionally made certain hooks, certain songs cheesy. Yeah. But I think overall, I overall, I have to say yes, because something like turn my swag on, it, it's, it's weird, right? Because look, if I heard Turn My Swag On at the bar, if I went out somewhere, I'm going to sing the song, but I'm like, oh my God, this is, oh no. Like, go ahead and turn this off. But if you play Pretty Boy Swag, everyone's turning up. And it's all about swag, though. That song's just infinitely much better than Turn My Swag On. Yeah. So yeah, there's like, there's a right way of having swag. swag. There's a wrong way of doing it, you know? Mm. And I think if you're just trying too hard overall, it's just not going to look good. You think it looks good, but it, it might be nice on paper, but you're just trying too hard. Chill out. Relax. Yeah. Um, 
Turn My Swag Down came out in 2008, so I feel like there, there's some, there's maybe not as big an influence as it, as I might be making it, but there has to be some type of like, a little bit of breadcrumbs in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think the thing about Charles and Soldier Boy and that whole situation is, yeah, they were in a very similar bracket as far as age and like coming up. I think that their differences were in ideology, right? Where mm-hmm. Charles was an old soul at heart and he wanted to do things like he wanted to respect the respect music. He wanted to respect music altogether, but also create a new genre, new hop and all these, you know, and this type of thing. Yeah. Where Soldier Boy wanted to make fun records. Right. And there wasn't the older generation was like, this isn't this isn't hip hop, da da da. But at that point, we never got to the point where it's like some of these kids just want to have fun and make music. And that's fine. Right. And yeah. that and that's kind of where that beef started. And it's like Charles took it upon himself to, you know, stand up for the for music and its and the foundation of music, I guess. And, you know, we see Soldier over the years. He he's he doesn't like a, a beef or a battle that he doesn't like. <laughs> like, and like he won't answer. Like that's just his thing yeah. for some reason. Um, but yeah, I just yeah, yeah. Once yeah. again, like like I said, trying too hard. Come out sure if you've seen it recently. And this is one of those things that we talk about on social media, like, I don't need to know all this. Like I was okay not knowing this, but you know how social media is. Hey, did you see this? Was it Soulja Boy and Blueface? Apparently they're they're beefing now yeah. and their whole thing. Soldier Boy doing the whole, oh, do you own this? Do you got this? Do you got this type of watch? Do you have this type of uh-huh? Excuse me, sorry. Talking about all that, and it's like, once again, trying too hard. Yeah. And Blueface made a good point because he's like, y'all don't know me. Y'all don't know me like that. Blueface is like, bro, everybody knows you. You've been famous since you were 17. Soldier Boy is like 32, 33 now, you know? Yeah. And he's like, but y'all don't know me. Y'all don't know me. It's like, bro, like, no, telling we don't know you, but we've watched you grow up. We've grown up with you. So we yeah. we know we know you, and you're trying too hard. You've yeah. always tried too hard. Stop. Relax, man. Yeah. Soldier's a funny individual, man. Um, The next one is parentheses have, and I can't stress this enough, that one, I know that this term is different now, and we don't use this term as much, which uh, we don't use this term as much, but the name of the song is called Midget Mobile. That's the name of the the song, right? Yeah. And a list of, like, bad words that you can't use respectfully I just feel like this one's lower on the what you call it. Not to compare words, but you know, it's that's my explanation for saying this word as a type. Right, I got you. Yeah, we obviously back then a lot of things we would say and didn't really think about. I personally, if I was a shorter person, I would definitely get offended by someone calling me fun size. That those are fighting words. Personally, I'd probably I'd probably rather you call me the other one, honestly. But I would actually anyway. grab a step ladder and slap you. <laughs> On some uh, hornswoggle, yeah, type, type ish. You feel me? <laughs> um, but what did you think about the song? Um, with this song, it's a it's an okay song. What one of the things I I I've noticed ever since we started this whole you know podcast, a lot of disco seventy samples and whatnot. And mm. Charles has always talked about not letting funk die. I I, I kind of like I listen to it and I'm like, all right, but. I definitely have that that vibe and that groove and that bop where I listen to it. It's it's a it's a good song, you know. Nothing nothing 
nothing too noticeable about it other than the name the name mm-hmm. but like, it, it's it's okay Saul. like i don't have anything really negative to say about it i don't have anything super outstanding to say about it i love the sample the uh the classic boogie yogi yogi sample but you know other than that i'm like that's okay Saul. it's all right yeah um i think i appreciate it a little bit more today than i did back then uh but I think I'm still the same. It's a it's an okay song. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just okay. It's just okay. Um, good verses, decent verses, but yeah, vertical horizon. That's funny. That's a yeah, that's a funny little thing there. But yeah, it's 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 an okay song. I could see someone liking that song like a lot. Um, but when I compare it to some of these other songs on here, it does. It's in the bottom third, probably. Okay. Uh, along with uh, along with uh, breakups, yes, with breakups and the next song, which is November tenth, two thousand nine. Repeat that again. You said that that's in your bottom three. Yeah, November tenth, two thousand nine is. Yeah. Wow. Wowzers. Yeah. Let me pull up my trousers, pause bars. Um. So here's my thing, right? Uh huh. So. Obviously, as you guys hear this, Charles' birthday has been passed and mm-hmm. everything. But Charles had this blog post where he didn't make a November 10th song for this year. He's actually had a bunch of November 10th songs. Mm-hmm. I believe this was the second November 10th song. Absolutely. And I don't yeah, I don't think he was actually planning on doing this over and over for every year. I think at the time he was like, Yeah, let me let me just make another one. So when I first heard the song, I'm like, it's cool. I like it. It's it's nice. Just like a, it's a remix to the original, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Now, when I listen to it, because Charles, like I said, on that old blog post he had where he said, you know what? I don't know if I want to keep making November 10ths. You know, if anything, I'll leave that to someone else. If, if one of you guys that listen to music, if you make music, if you want to make a November 10th for me, mm-hmm. go ahead, be my guest. Personally, I don't think any of us would be able to do it justice. I I, I would feel, you know, a little iffy if I made a, happy birthday song for him mm-hmm. i i could do a was it a mickey fax like letter to sonic i could do something like that make a song you know about him for him tell him that i appreciate him but i don't think i could do a a birthday one for him anyway so me listening to the song now personally i feel like this is underrated especially when we're comparing all the november 10th songs mm-hmm. if anything i think the song's great i really like it i like what charles did with the sample especially if you heard the original song, uh, was it Jeremiah Birthday Sex? So yep. you take that song and then you take what Charles did with it, two completely different songs and whatnot. Yeah. So it's just like, uh, I love the way he flipped the beat and everything and what he did with it. The, to me, if November 10th, the original, wasn't what it was, mm-hmm. it wasn't as iconic as the first one, I think this one would probably be everyone's favorite. Or it, it, it's somebody's, it's a lot of people's probably favorite if mm-hmm. you don't count the first November 10th. I think it's really great. It, it, of course, sometimes when you compare the original, is it really like, hey, I like it because it's the original or I like it because I like it. I like both. But me listening to it now, I'm like, you know what? I probably still like the original better. But mm-hmm. this one, close second, it's very underrated. I think it's it's very underrated, personally. Yeah. Uh, again, I, I want to make it clear, I don't hate the song. I I, I feel like that's if I didn't like a song, I would just say I didn't like a song. Uh, it's mm-hmm. just again when you're comparing these, these nine like nine songs, you have to be 
there's like no room for error and then like there will be good songs that are in the second half of it where it's like if you're ranking top one to nine there's gonna be a song that's like four or five where you're like damn i really like this song it just happens to not be better than the top four so right. it just happens to be in the bottom three but it's not like i hate the song right gotcha. um, maybe a little bit more lyrical than the first one i would say yes yeah definitely a little bit more lyrical than the first one um and you're right the flip is great um because again it's just fun it's fun revisiting some of these songs because then like you hear the sample he's like what song is this i know i know this song and you're like oh it's this song but then you're like oh this was back in so and so year when i was this that you know so like you start memory start flooding back and you're like oh let me go ahead and flush that out of my memory um <laughs> you know <laughs> let's, let's flush that out of my memory uh but yeah it's 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 a cool song man it's a cool song i'm not again don't hate it um but i do think that this next three song stretch is my favorite of the tape. Okay. Uh starting with Swagger, outside number two. Uh Fedora in the lot uh Fedora in the hotel or lobby? Fedora in the Fedora lobby. music in the lobby. Yep. Yeah. This is probably my favorite song of the album. I think. I'm almost positive. Um so it do we are we saying this is outside looking's Part two, I would assume, right? Or outside two. Either either way, it's the same thing. You know, yeah. like regardless if you want to call it outside two or part two, you know, yeah. electric boogaloo. I had to add that in there. I had to. <laughs> Listen. You're right. If you say two, I'm gonna say electric boogaloo. I, I don't know. It, you just have to. It's kinda it's kinda yeah, yeah. You have yeah. to. It, it's um, in my contract. It's in my contract, so I apologize, y'all. Sorry, gotta do it. Uh but yeah, I think it I think it blows the first one out the water, man. And that's crazy because like the first one has the Jeezy sample. So it's like that's a that's a it's Jeezy, you know what I'm saying? But this one way yeah. smoother and he's just really getting the shit off and that hook is real cool. Um I'm gonna ask you about the hook in a minute, but what did, what did you think about the record overall? So this song, I definitely consider it a uh, sleeper track. Like I feel like there's some people that would kind of pass over it, not understand it as much. Mm-hmm. For me, I really I really like it. So it's one of the I'd probably say it's probably in my like top three, you know, mm-hmm. uh, definitely really like it a lot, especially when I first heard it. I'm like, it's all right. It's cool. But I kept playing it over and over and over recently. I'm like, man, I really like it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, chill vibes. And he says at the end, end of his verse, he says, you know, it's just me talking shit. The whole song, just talking shit. And it's funny because when I listen to it, I don't even get like, outside vibes from it at all of course he talks about that on the a little bit in the verses part of part of it in the hook and whatnot mm-hmm. but i i get why you say are we calling it outside part two and whatnot because mm-hmm. i i would have just kept it as the fedora you know music uh lobby thing yeah fedora because, in the lobby. Yeah. yeah i would have kept it just that name because when i think of the outside you know of course i'm thinking of that tape outside looking and mm-hmm. just the whole but in that song, he's talking a bunch of shit too. But it's more like aggressively talking shit, like how he's talking about I'm on the outside, I want in, and basically I'm gonna kick down whatever door. But in this song, it's like he like you said, he had a smooth approach to it. And I'm not sure the last time you've been in a hotel lobby or any lobbies like that, but you gotta pick and choose when you're when you're moving and whatnot, because it's a bunch of people coming and going and bags being moved and everything, and it's like He's talking about, hey, I'm moving in the lobby. I'm moving in the lobby. And then eventually I'm I'm gonna get my way in. 
but it's one of those things where I really like this song. It's just I I I for these two because they're so different outside and outside too. They're so different. I hate to compare them, but for right now, I'm gonna say outside too. I really like outside too a little bit more than outside right now. Yeah. It, it might go back and forth later on if I hear outside the first time again, but I really like the song. I, I feel that if you don't like this song, listen to it again. Also, the beat's fire. Beat's just crazy. Plain matter of fact, from the heart to the sky. If I start lying, then that's when I start to die. But roll that shit, toss that shit when you finish. Nigga, this ain't dice, it's spinach to Popeye. Niggas getting bigger, bye-bye, voila. I got high in my mind, so... While y'all niggas standing outside hating, I've been on the outside trying to make my way in. I uh. like it on the outside. The hook, uh, especially like the first four. Um, I don't like it on the outside, but that's just where you found me. I spent my whole life living on the outside with everything around me. Um, it's kind of interesting because like, on the one hand, he's like, I don't like it on the outside, but that's where you found me. To me, that's saying like, I don't fit in a box, right? I don't, I'm not, I'm not your typical artist, rapper, musician, whatever you want to call it. I'm always outside the box. People like to be, you know, I think outside the box. I live outside the box, right? Um, and then, like, I spend my whole life living on the outside with everything around me. I wonder if that's like a kind of like how, you know, that's kind of how his interscope deal started how he started because like he was living outside he was kind of homeless you know staying at the at the fda or whatever making music or whatever and that's kind of his version of outside like that's where you found me with everything around me and now in this sense like now i'm i've at least moved in the lobby right now i'm living in the lobby i'm not necessarily in the hotel i'm not in the industry whatever how you want to say it but i am like a step away from it you get it uh, that's a good that's a good way of, of you know explaining that because that makes the most sense of course like you said you know he had his whole his whole thing with being homeless not being at home making his way trying to figure out how he's going to get in get inside of the lobby or get inside the business whatever the case is and then he found his way in and like of course being in the lobby doesn't mean you got a room if anything he still might be trying to figure out his way in because at any time if they realize okay do you have a, a hotel or motel key room or mm-hmm. can we help you and then if, you, if they're like okay you know what you're just trespassing you're just booted right back out so yeah. you know like i said you have to pick it like i said earlier you have to pick and choose your spots or whatever you yeah. might have to actually like slip slip uh behind and pass people just so he can you know get through a different back door and might have to steal a room key or something like that so he can actually get a room or get his own room that he's looking for but that's a that's a great analogy i like that uh, next up is uh, at in parentheses uh, Photoshop. Uh, I believe that's a Brandy sample, which Brandy and Monica. I, okay, listen, they're two very you know aggressive women. One with a gun and one with a car. Oh, uh, there you go. There it is. There it is. I was waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> meet me. Don't do that. That's crazy. <laughs> no, that's crazy. You have to relax. Yeah. Okay. You think she haunted before? Never mind. Anyway, um, oh, yeah. yeah. And you said I'm. And you said, oh, okay. All right. All right. I lo- I like this record. Um. Again, a crazy beginning to the song. 
I'm cool in the Charles Hamilton. Top that. Call me Charles Hamilton with the top hat. What? Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. Three good verses. Great, uh, great, uh, hook. Cause I understand it. It ain't hard to be an asshole. Well, actually, you should. It ain't hard oh, to be an asshole, but I rap so. What's up? You rap technically, and people may or may not consider you an asshole. So, hey, I, I was an asshole before rapping, so that that, that didn't change anything. That didn't that didn't make it any better or worse, personally. But <laughs> um, <laughs> with with the song, I really like the song. I'm going to say this is top two for me. Okay, like, I think for me, especially listening to it now. I think I, I'm i pretty sure I like the song when I first heard it, but now listening to it, I'm definitely, I definitely feel like this is top two. I still think this is the number one, but I think the more I listen to this project, Photoshop might get flipped to number one. It just depends. You know, it might depend, but love the song a lot more than I used to. Like we said, it's a Brandy and Monica sample. Uh, the Boy is Mine. Mm-hmm. And the 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 chops, the chops on it, it's crazy. Because the one thing I, I love that Charles does on these songs, not every song, but a lot of songs he does, if you see Charles with a like five-minute song or something like that, the song the song overall is probably might be like three and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. But he's nice enough to actually leave some beat for people to loop and sample and flip and however they want, want to do it. You know what I mean? So that's so generous because most rappers, most artists would be like, no, you can't take my beat. You can't take this. You can't take that. No, you don't rap on my stuff, whatever. If I find out you rapped on it, I'm I'm sending you a, a copyright claim. But anyway, so shout out to Charles for, you know, not doing that and letting people rap on on his beats and samples. But one thing I noticed with this song, actually with this project, he's mentioned this a couple times on there. He says, CHX. Did you did yeah. you notice that? Because it says on this song and a couple other songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'll be honest, I'm not sure what the CHX stands for. I'm thinking maybe Charles Hamilton experience, but I do remember like around this point in time, he was saying it a lot because there's even on other projects, Charles is saying CHX, mm-hmm. but also, um, I it, it's not this song. It's like another song I heard mm-hmm. where, you know, Charles would mention anyone that was a Charles in music media tv whatever and mm-hmm. i thought about uh professor x charles xavier chx that okay. might be another alien that might have been the alias he was doing like charles xavier but i could be wrong that's but fair. I, I do remember hearing hearing that on this project a lot and i was like i remember he had a blog post about it where he explained it but i can't remember if it was the just charles hamilton experience or if it was charles xavier from x-men you know but regardless fire song I love, I love, I love the chops on it. Love everything he did with it. Like I said, just and the thing is with the beat when you actually hear the beat by itself and not Charles rapping on it. Part of me is just like, if I was to rap on it, sometimes I'm like, ah oh, man, I can't, I can't come up with nothing. Then you hear what he did with it. It's like, how do you even think of that? Yeah, jeez. Yeah, I. You're right. CHX was brought up a lot, and those are two good theories and probably one of them's actually right i always thought of um because charles is very big big in the sega right it reminded me of the 32x i don't know if you remember the 32x and sega sega genesis it was the it was an attachment basically that you put in onto your sega and yeah. enhanced the the bits and you know it increased the the visual experience so i'm wondering if chx was the increased or advanced experience with charles Hamilton, kind of going with your theory too 
Um, so that's why I, how I always thought of CHX was kind of like the 32X version of Sega. Um, but yeah, you're right. Just the chops of it are crazy on this. Great verses. Great hook. I'm going to be a brick wall. No graffiti at all. You know, that's just, I feel like that should be somebody's caption, you know. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, I, like I say, it's top half of the, of the tape as far as like, you know, best songs for sure. Uh, follow that up with all SNL. Again, this three stretch, this, this three stretch song of songs is just one of the best. Yeah. Um, first let's just get into the parentheses. If you look at the parentheses, it has I do not have any swagger at all, which is hilarious. Because like <laughs> you you could have easily just called every song that you could have just call the first song I. You know what I'm saying? But he, he wanted to still, you know, have titles for these songs. Yeah. Um his swag is no swag, which is technically a swag, I guess. Uh, but SNL is a good record. Um, I don't know that sample, but another very good. What is it? Two verses, right? Yeah, two verses. Yeah, two verses, and they're, they're like two long verses. Like it's not like just normal sixteens. Like they're right, long, yeah. Usual. Um, but the hook in between, kill him with the niceness. Uh, because I love it when you kill me. You gotta love it when I kill you. You take an L if you miss, but follow the curve and end up with a kiss. Um. Yeah, it's 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 a really good song, man. I I remember you know just replaying this one a lot. Um. Yeah. What did What did you think? So it's funny because for me overall, I think the song's all right. Okay. Um, I like the beat more than the actual song itself. I like the verses. The verses are cool, but I really love the beat. It's one of those things where. I remember the song more for the beat than the verses. I know he 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 said something near the end of the second verse where he said like just how he fart on the track and it's it's visceral and strange mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever. I'm like, all right, hey, you know, I I get I get it. I, I get I get where he was going with that, but mm-hmm. I I love the hook though. Just kill him with the niceness, you know, because kill him with kindness. Also, whether you're a beat maker or you have great verses, you're a poet a rhymer, rapper, you know, you kill him with the niceness, you know? Yeah. But yeah, overall, it's it's an okay track for me. I think it's 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 all right, you know. I'm I'm more a fan of the beat than than anything else of itself, but it's all right. Yeah. Apparently the sample is Cassie featuring Ryan Leslie Kiss Me. Would have never guessed. Would have not never in guessed. a million years, big dog. Now, now after this, I'm gonna go listen to it and be like, let me find where it's. Shout out to would you, would you where do you find the uh, samples at? Or is that on who sampled? So no, I'm just in the comments of the of the song, and somebody commented, you know, 12 years ago, by the way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, uh, it commented and and said that was a sample. Well, shout out to whoever left that comment because some people don't always do that, and I know a lot of times if I don't find it in the actual comments itself. And then sometimes, you know, like I said, 12 years ago, some of these tapes we're looking at are, you know, so far back before yeah. that some comments get deleted, some YouTube uh, pages, they get deleted. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you don't always see that, but there's always people on, like, who sampled and stuff like that that actually, you know, say, hey, this is what the sample is, you know. So if it's not, like, something that was, like, a major, like, like for example, we talked about 
November 10th, 2009. Of course, birthday sex. I mean, mm-hmm. That was a big song back then. But this Ryan Leslie and Cassie song, probably not one of the biggest songs. Might have been like a, a deep cut on one of their albums. So it's like, right. if you heard one of their albums, you, you probably wouldn't have, have caught that. You know mm-hmm. what? That's awesome. That's what's up. I definitely want to. And that's one of the things I love about music, too. I like to go back and listen to what the original song is so I can be like, okay, that's where you got that from. Yeah. Pretty cool. Close it out with U-B-Y-I-C. Do you know what that stands for? Yeah, you don't? You don't know what it stands for? Come on, bro. Everybody knows what it is. Go ahead. You don't know what it stands for. (laughs) No. (laughs) I know you don't. You know, that's all I'm no, like, because I'm about to make something up, and it was about to sound crazy. <laughs> Come on, man. Everybody knows what it is. Oh, Everybody man. knows what it is. You believe in your o- Christ. Open up your eyes and see. Say, open up your eyes and see. Okay. I- I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Let me <laughs> stop. Listen, that hook's fire. I'm going to tell you that, that right now. Everybody knows what it is. That's, that's what the hook is, seriously. <laughs> that beat is actually, what you call it, though? That beat is, at but... So, when I first heard this back in 2011 or whenever it was, I'm I must just keep saying that. Um, it wasn't one that I playlisted. It wasn't one I was like, oh, I want to keep this or whatever. But today, I have a lot more appreciation for that beat. That beat is crazy. Um, like I said, the hook is really good. Uh, someone in the comments of this one, they actually posted this two years ago. Um, somebody said, I guess I should give them credit. Uh, YouTube page, boom. Bat lit. You should follow us and subscribe to our channel, guy. Um, <laughs> it said U B Y I C, and but he spelled the words out U B Y I C equals U B Y I, which is Charles, equals we the fans are the reason he isn't blind and is fully Charles, and that's his reasoning. And that probably could be it based off of either his conversation with Charles or maybe he remembers a blog post. Um, but yeah, it's a good record. Um, Definitely, definitely like it more today than I did back then. Um, what about you? Um, I've always liked the song. It's one of those things that's funny because you always talk about you weren't sure of the track listing and how it came about. But I will say this. I don't remember this being at the end of the project, but I always remember coming back to this and forgetting that it's actually on this project. It's one of those things where like I would keep trying to remember what, what it was called. And I do remember looking at it first being like, you be why I see. U B Y I C and be like, what does that stand for? U B Y I C. And then at one point I was like, oh, you U B Y I C. Like mm-hmm. it's probably just something as simple as that. But yeah. at the same time, I love, like I said, I love when the hook. He says, everybody know what it is. And mm-hmm. like, like, like sometimes simple hooks and simple verses and whatnot, it's better. Sometimes less is more. It's like, I don't have to explain it. You know what it is. Y'all know what it is. Everybody know what it is. Open up your eyes and see, because it's right in front of you. Like yeah. sometimes, you know, we, we have these uh, abbreviations for everything. And it's like, ah, oh, this is just a simple one. It's not mm-hmm. it's not as complex as you think it is. It, the song has to me like a party vibe, but it's lyrical and whatnot. Like with yeah. the verses, like he's going in with the verses, but the beat is just something that's just you, you can jam to. So mm-hmm. I really like this song. Uh, very great ending. Like I just, I always come back to the song. It's this this is in what was the one photoshop those are like i would say those are my my top three that like even if i wasn't to listen to the whole tape again 
mm-hmm. I definitely would come back for these three. And then I might go back to like some other songs from it, you know, but definitely great song. Great song. Yeah. Um, if I did, if I'm picking three that I would go back to, it's definitely outside. Uh I accept my apology and probably probably disses. Those are probably my three. And I'd be upset that I had to leave off like Photoshop and SNL. Yeah. Like I'd be really bummed about it. Um, but that's just that just tells you how good the tape is to me. Yeah. Um speaking of which, in 2023, man, we just listened to Charles Hampton and Tim that swag. Uh let the people know how you feel about it today and what you were rated using our Sega Sonic system. All right. So Back in 2009-11, wherever we're going with that. Uh, when I listened to it, good tape. I liked it. It was definitely something that I would play every now and again. Now in 2023, I appreciate it a lot more. I definitely listened to this a lot more. It's mm-hmm. funny because even before we even thought about recording this tape, at some point, I randomly came back to one of these songs. I forget which one it was. Mm-hmm. Probably this is, like I said, I was come back to that song. And then I was like, you know what? I really don't remember some of these songs from from the tape. Whatever, let me go back to it. Mm-hmm. Really great project, really amazing project. Sometimes you know we talked about projects. Sometimes don't age as well, but this one age age like like wine. I'll say mm-hmm. um, nine songs on there, so it's not a crazy listen for me. There's I don't think there's any like bad song on here. There's like probably like one or two. I'm like, eh, all right, they're they're okay. Like, depending on the mood, I might skip, I might not. But I, I, I like pretty much, I like every song, you know. There's certain yeah. songs I love more than others. If I was to rate this, I, I've been I've been pondering this for a while because I definitely think this is a must-listen. This is definitely a must-listen for everyone. But at the same time, I don't want to over and under rate rate the tape either mm-hmm. so i'm going to say fuck it yolo and i'm gonna give it a supersonic i'm gonna give it a supersonic i i really like the tape i think that everyone else really like it as well like i said there's not a song on here that like i said that i dislike like there's maybe one or two songs like i said they're okay but yeah. the songs that i really do like and the songs that are really great on here i think that 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 carries it to the threshold of you know it, it photo finish if photo finish uh supersonic like on one of the last few stages you got the last chaos emerald mm-hmm. and you're going to get the good ending instead right. of you being like the standard ending so photo finish supersonic rating I'm, I'm i'm leaving it at that real quick though funny that you picked your three songs that you did because mm-hmm. back uh, for your your twenty seventh thing, saying three songs you picked. Look at me, dog. <laughs> that means I'm consistent. People be at like I'm not consistent. I'm super consistent, Brody, bro. Yeah, you are, man. I, I agree. I agree. You know, you know, you never, you never seemed uh flaky or nothing like that. So you know, you 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 always come in clutch. I'll say that. Um, now I will say this though. Um, we talk a lot about how when we have like tapes that are shorter and there aren't as many songs, like there's very limited room for error. Mm-hmm. Um, 
look at listening to it this year, like in this time frame, I didn't realize how good this tape really was as far as like how everything kind of hits. Like there really isn't any. I'll say this. There are songs that I do like more than others, and there are some where I'm like, eh, I, it didn't really, it doesn't do it for me. Like, the song doesn't do it for me. But if they're like, oh, do you want to listen to this front to back? I would absolutely do this front to back. Yeah. Because, like, all the songs are, at the very least, decent. You know? Um, there are a lot of, some of my favorite songs on here. Uh, again, like, if you said, oh, make a five EP, a five song EP out of this, I would have, I accept my apology. This is uh swag or uh, swag outside Photoshop and SNL and would be fine. I'd be good with life. Like that's a, mm-hmm. that's a really good five, you know, um, great raps, great, great hooks on here. A lot of great hooks on here. And just one of those things where even though he was trying to be cheesy, <laughs> um, it just never felt that way, right? It felt like this is what some of y'all could do, but you choose not to, so I'm going to do it. You know, right. that's, that's the attitude that it kind of felt like. So, you know, the rating thing is tough because, again, there are so many tapes that we haven't done that I know in my mind I would have as a supersonic, and I'm trying to figure out where this lands. Because to me, this lands somewhere between a base sonic and a supersonic, but I don't know what what character I could put there in the middle, you know? You, you know what's crazy? Um, not saying that we have to do this, but I thought about this earlier, too, like I said, because I didn't want to overrate it or underrate it. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? We kind of screwed up because we started with supersonic, which is cool, yeah. but then, you know, we talked about this before with Sonic, Sonic 3 and Knuckles, they have hypersonic, which is yeah. even better than that you know what i mean so the thing is if we if we're not saying that we can't do a hypersonic mm-hmm. but if we do a hyper, hypersonic or a super knuckles or something like that or super yeah. tails or whatever it's like all right then we have to we don't have to but it's like yeah. all right well, what, what do you think about certain tapes that you said before that were supersonic are they still supersonic exactly. that's exactly. what i'm saying we have to do that yeah we don't have to but we have to so uh okay i'm gonna say this right because to me, uh, okay. One day we're gonna we're gonna just go back and we're gonna do an, a tier ranking of all the things that we've done so far, and this will this will make things a lot easier. All right, but I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say because to me, a supersonic tape is an undeniable classic, an iconic, undeniable classic, and I don't necessarily think this is an undeniable iconic classic. I do yeah. think it's something that should be listening as like a cult classic cult favorite or whatever but it's somewhere right in the middle so i'm gonna say bass sonic however i'm gonna say like sonic mania bass sonic right okay because like <laughs> that's a really great game that's probably like either the best sonic 2d game or the second best sonic 2d game depending on your you know opinion of things right. like it's really 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 good we're talking about Sonic with the when he jumps up in the air, he has a little shield thing. You know, he jumps twice, he has a little shield thing. That's actually fire. I, I did. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Here's my thing. So, this is a little bit of banter, real quick. So, I get what you mean by supersonic because, of course, cult classic, 
very must listen to. So if we ever do come up with a hypersonic, what does that mean? We're going to say that's just perfect. 10 out of 10, no skips, no, you know what I mean? That's just something to, to think about. You know what I mean? But like, what yeah. we want to, what we want to call that? One day we'll do a review episode and we'll go back to see where we rated things and we'll figure right. out if our system has changed. We need to flesh out the system first. Once we have all the characters that we think we're going to do, we'll go back and see if we still have the exact same thoughts about each one. And if we have to adjust it, we'll adjust it. Today, I'm just going to say base Sonic. Okay. But if I go back, it could move up to Supersonic, depending on what we do. Okay. Um. Real thing, real quick, though. Um. We could do what everyone else has done. Um, like Mortal Kombat and retcon everything. Just go back in the past and then restart over. Not saying restart the whole uh, yeah. podcast over, but you know, Mortal Kombat they they restart over like three times. Where it's like, okay, now we're back to Mortal Kombat one again. There's three Mortal Kombat ones. There's the original Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat nine, which is called Mortal Kombat, and then the new one that's Mortal Kombat one. We yeah. we could just do that and be like, oh yeah, just we did a retcon. Yeah, don't worry about that. But Street Fighter, I think they might have. Kind of did like something like that. Kind of, not really. Just you know, certain games they they retcon stuff. Oh yeah, remember when we did this in nineteen ninety seven? Yeah, forget that. That didn't happen. Something else happened. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna say base Sonic for now. Just know, I think it way hot. Just know when I say base Sonic, I mean like the most top tier base Sonic you can even think of is what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, what did y'all think about Charles Hamilton's attempt at swag? Both the album and his actual attempt at swag um let us know uh you can also you know follow us subscribe to the youtube star chaser central tiktok star chaser central and x or twitter depending on who you are uh star ch central uh you can follow us on our individual pages i'm at stick around 54 on instagram stik around 54 mike where they can they find you buddy on Instagram, the Mike Jackson, T H E Mike Jackson on Twitter, because I don't call it X. I'm not gonna freestyle, but y'all know what's next. Oh, 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 oh flames. Oh, I'm back at it. Um, on Twitter, Mike D Jackson. That's Mike D E E Jackson. One D, two E's. You know what it is. Everybody knows what it is. You feel me? That's yeah, that's the hook. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but let us know what you want us to review next. Um by this time, we're in 2024. I assume this comes out. Um, we are planning on doing some some cool stuff. Keep keep your keep your eyes peeled. Keep your ears to the streets. Not literally, because I feel like that's not safe. Um, no, but, no, not yeah, at all. Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, but comment, leave comments, uh, join the conversation. You know, uh, hit us up, man, with some of your questions. Uh, and just continue to rock with us, continue to rock with Charles and his music. Um, Charles 2024 music is coming on the way, it's gonna be really great. Um, and we can't we can't wait to listen to it with y'all, man. But we are signing out of Star Chaser Central, where we always encourage you to follow your dreams and reach for the stars. It's what's for dinner.